Greetings, Gunslinger Posse. Whenever and wherever you are, this is branded for December 6, 2023, live from Matangas Pizzeria in Shirts, Texas, for No Turkeys Left. He's Tom Manas, sitting to my right. That's why he's not a turkey. The head coach and general manager of the San Antonio Gunslingers. I'm Ralph Jetkins, living in a garlic-induced haze right now here from Matangas. Let's go. Yeah, I'll tell you what, what a great place, huh? I, I think I already downed a pizza. Part of a pizza, and we've got we've got yeah. more coming up I here. Oh wow, it's fantastic. And we definitely want to hear from you checking in. Michael Wayne Davis checking in saying, What's up, my gunslingers? Hey, we'd like to hear from you. If you got a question for the coach, put a cue in front of your comment. If you're in northeast San Antonio, it's a short drive out here to Matengas, where I should already have the banner up letting you know about the show. It's got the address there, 6044 FM at 3009 in shirts just off of the 35. Yeah, yeah. This, this place is about, I don't know, 25 minutes from where I live, and I can see me driving up here to get a pie. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, it is legitimately a great pizza place. I love the atmosphere, too. Get a cold beer. At yeah, the bar, get a big slice of pizza. That's where the biggest crowd is over I know, there. It's let's, great. Uh, let's know? take a look at that crowd over there at the bar. You can see underneath can the Matanga sign. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Right there. So we you got everything going on. Yeah, it's a great to. place. Great to. place. Great people, great owners. Um, obviously, Matt and Inga are fantastic. Uh, had an opportunity to sit down with them uh, when they were thinking about coming on board with us. And um, one of those perfect synergy things, you know, where they want to be involved and uh, we want to be involved with them, and it, it just worked out great. So, and they brought us some pies too. Some specialty pies here. I we're mean, gonna, this is crazy. That's gonna, a, is that the Big Mac? That right there? is the Let Big Mac. Let me see if I can get, that, can on get that on camera. So this is a Big Mac pizza, legit, right? Yeah, I'm trying. Okay. I see it because I see I the Thousand Island dressing. And this one is called what? The pothole? This is the pothole, the Texas pothole. Okay, and that's because the pepperoni are crisp too. They crisp up, and I like that. I like yeah. that. You like your pepperonis dry. Oh, yeah. yeah the, this, this, this is, is looking real So we're going to dig tasty. into those for sure as we go through the show. Uh, try not to chew on camera as much <laughs> as possible, but no promises. Yeah. Well, you're – yeah, yeah, this – yeah, uh, yeah, 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 right. Gotcha. We're yeah. not going uh, to chew on We're not going to chew on I see our camera. owner just walked in, Don and Pam. Don and Pam are over there. <laughs> Hi, guys. they got to step forward a little bit to get us on camera. Yeah. So I guess we can uh, take our first break here and sure. come back and start talking about football. No turkeys left on after Thanksgiving, that's for sure. You are watching Branded here live from Matangas Pizzeria in Shirts. We'll be right back. Do you want a slice of this while we're on break? I don't care. Do you want a slice of this? Of course I want a slice of that. 
Hey San Antonio, are you tired of the same old chain pizza that tastes like cardboard? I thought we were done eating paper in school. Maybe not. It's up to you. At Matangas, we bring you flavors that are authentically Texan. We're talking about fresh dough that we made in store every single day. We're talking about cheese that's shredded in store for that authentic cheese flavor. We're talking about brisket because this is Texas, y'all. We're talking about our Texas roll. Can't get those anywhere else. We're talking about Texas ranch because when you put jalapenos and ranch together and you dip it in with pizza, just drink it. Lastly, we got a pothole pizza because we had to name a pizza after our roads. You know what I'm talking about. Can't wait to see you soon. Find a Matangas near you. Don't get left in the dark again. John Wayne has a full warehouse of standby generators ready for immediate installation. We'll keep the lights on. We'll keep your appliances running, even if you lose power. Call or text John Wayne today and don't pay anything until October 2024. Spreester, Jimenez, Kasky, Ramirez. Cars ramming into DPS troopers. I do the behind the kitchen door. Hear about the video of your DWI arrest. Expect more at 10. And on the night beat. Night on the night beat. The night beat. Tangas in Shirts, Texas. Yeah, Coach. How was your Thanksgiving? I know we're not supposed to be talking about turkeys, but I had Well, this is post-turkey. I just got back from my Thanksgiving break. I went and saw my family and said, see ya. (laughs) It was good with the family. uh, Good uh, with with the family, our own uh, in-house tradition. We always try to get a Cajun turkey, having spent some time. Is a Cajun turkey just burn it? Get drunk uh, and then say it well, was good. That, yeah, well, that would be that would certainly be a way to enjoy a Cajun turkey. <laughs> so, how about you? You have a you go back to Michigan and yeah. it's cold weather. I would get a little snow. Um, it was kind of nice. Um, uh, Miss Susan said, "Hey, I, I got to get the Christmas decorations up." And I said, "Hey, how about we get one of those inflatables?" And all of a sudden, it became a twenty-foot inflatable. And then there was a polar bear and a reindeer and a Santa Claus and a train set and. Then, and yeah. then you're registering on the, the houses of Christmas tour. Oh, and, no. And it people was just, are driving up in your driveway at weird hours. That, that reindeer is damn-ass big. I mean, that is one big-ass reindeer. And it sits in the middle of the lawn, and people stop. they got to hit their brakes and go, what the heck? I A 20-foot it's, it's foot tall inflatable reindeer. Oh, yeah. And you didn't bring pictures. Oh, I'm sure. You're going to have to send pictures. Have We're going to have to show them. Have Susan yeah, send, send them down because I'm sure... Because it's sure crazy. I got a picture of her standing under it, and she doesn't make it up to the armpit of the leg of this thing. Um, but no. So anyway, we had a, we had a great. Uh, she made an unbelievable feast. Um, we had the family all over, and it was it was a blessing. And just seeing everybody and um, watching my lions play the worst game of football they had played all year. Um, but it was just part of our tradition anyway, and, and we enjoyed it. But thanks for asking. No, it was good. It was good. Michael, uh, Texas Pete saying it's so great to see us back after two weeks of Gunslinger Abyss. Yeah. Where they suffered from 
wailing and gnashing of teeth. And the gunslinger, I, I don't know, that might be overstating. That's okay. I, I mean, you know what, though? It was weird because that Wednesday that I was home and we didn't have a show, I found myself talking in the mirror. How you doing this week, everybody? <laughs> it was just it was just weird because we had we'd gotten like two three months under our belt yeah, already, yeah. right? And yeah, started uh, every October. Wednesday and yeah. uh, a little update too um, with our schedule. Um, I know we're going to probably talk about it later. We have a show next week, right? Right. And then we're going to take our Christmas break. Right. I get I, I get a break for two weeks and then I'll come back and we'll have the show on the tenth, right? The tenth. That's okay. correct. That'll be our. Launch the season. Yeah, here we go. From there, we're, we're it's, in the home stretch. Yeah, it's 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 all the time, every time, every week, and more football and more football to talk about. Uh, Tina Myers Haddad said, "Hi, hi guys, guns up." Coming back in, our our team mom. Yeah, she's great. We were uh, her and I chatted online. Um, she's anxious to get DJ's barbed wire jersey uh, in the mix. And she wanted to do some stuff for Christmas. Um, the thing about it is, which is crazy, is that the, the way our merchandise store is going is we have so many good products and we have so many great ideas that are coming up. Then you add it with the normal day-to-day business. Mm-hmm. And poor Jordan, you know, he's sitting there. I mean, we could chain him to his desk and maybe get 24 hours a day out of him. But we're, we're getting real close now without chaining him. So we got we to gotta be smart, everybody. We have a lot of platforms we're going to be coming out on. Um, we're going to be all over the internet with our merchandise from Amazon to Shopify to everything. It's all coming together probably within the next week or two. And people are going to have the ability to, to buy merchandise from us everywhere. This stuff's crazy. How crazy good. I mean, it's crazy good. Well, speaking of crazy good, that's a pretty good segue. I'm going to try a piece. Of, this is the uh, oh, this is the yeah. uh, Big Mac pizza. Right. It was designed by their general manager yep. here. Right. By, by their general manager, and she definitely wanted to see us. Not just well, I'm going to let us. you go. I'm going to let you go on this one. I'm going to take mine out of the break. I just <laughs> ate a whole pepperoni pizza. Um, yeah, you send the you send the disposable person forward if it's a, if yeah. it's at all risky. Here we go. The, ju- the junior person takes off. There's the there's for, the creator right yeah, there. The cre- okay, coming up here. Yeah. So uh, go ahead. Not quite. Take a bite. Let's see. Yeah, I'll swing the mic. Tastes like a big bag. Okay, this is this is also TV and radio, so you have to talk. Yeah. Good? Okay, that's enough. Cut them off. Okay. <laughs> so we know it's good. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, that, awesome. it captures it. It captures it. It captures the hamburger. Obviously, you've got the special sauce. There's an onion in there. It's got everything. It so does. It's a Big Mac, right? It does. It does have everything. And we're, we're going to try the pothole in a bit on the yep. next break. So you can see that in the camera yep. uh, underneath I'll change these out. Because they they're bringing us yeah, pizzas. Yeah, you're supposed to have a slice. Of I'm this gonna too. have a slice. Yeah. Don't rush me. I just ate a whole pizza. Okay, I'm gonna have more than one slice. I'm sure. Well, title of the show. We'll pull that back in. Maybe we'll get a get a more. There you go, folks. Okay. There you go, folks. Wish you were here. That's again. what you do. You put pizzas in front of a fat guy. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. Either that or cookies. Yeah. One or the other. Nothing healthy. All right. So let's move on. I mean, if it was a fish. It let's was fishing, move on. Yeah. So the title of the show, 
no turkeys left, and that's no turkeys left in December. Wanted to take a quick moment to congratulate the Steel Knights of Cibolo Shirts Universal City. Don't know if we have any uh, Knights fans here tonight. Doesn't sound like it. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. I don't, I don't think we're turned up loud enough they can't hear us. That's okay. Anyway, they, they are the Region 4 6A champions. So they're one of Good only for four teams left in Texas yeah. in the 6A classification. And they come from District 27, which happens to be the district where my high school is in. Not so very they had, good. So they had the honor apparently. of being defeated by. Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and well, we just, got beat by the best. Yes. That's our motto. Yes. Is if you lose, if you lose to the state champion, at least you have some claim yeah. to yeah. to that. It's like, yeah, yeah, we were close. Yeah. We almost had them. Right. But that's December football, and December football is definitely special football. Well, it's it's special in the NFL. It's special in high school. It's you know it's special in all the fall leagues. It, it's not unlike uh, our July. Um, I always look at our in, in indoor football. I look as July as that special month because that's really, all seed. All the games are for seeding. Yeah, and I mean you want to win July. Play. Yes, you, know, oh. you, you want to. You're going to have four games in July, maybe even five at times if you get a short week. But you want to win all those games because that's what puts you in position to to really make your mark on your playoff seeding, figuring out. You know your final tweaks to your roster, uh, being innovative with your play selection, adding to the playbook, deleting from the playbook, going over your all your seasonal uh, statistics, and uh, preparing for a playoff run. So I love I love that December football, July football kind of philosophy. I think that's super. Important. Well, you were talking about preparation, and in addition to announcing. Matanga's Pizzeria as a, a sponsor, uh, not only of our training table, but of the team here tonight. Great logo behind us. You can yep. see it on the banner yep. and, and throughout. Uh, preparation. Preparation starts with a good foundation, and a good foundation starts with a location. The second big reveal of the night, Gunslinger Posse, for joining us. This is why you're... You tune we've, into the show to this news. for yeah, two been, months. So for too long, well, Coach. Let, let me tell you the story behind it. This is the kind of ownership we have here. So when I came to town uh, the first of September, uh, they were very. Uh, we were very regimented in our planning, in the sense that, okay, where do we want to practice? Let's start talking about it now. Let's start. When a lot of teams would have just blew it off to. Trust me, I've worked with teams that blow it off to the last minute. And we were working on it. We went to a couple locations, nothing quite there. And we were driving down the highway and looked over to looked over to the right. Take that whole thing. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, and we were driving and looked over to the right and I said, see that place? That place would be a perfect football operational training center, everything you could want under one roof. And of course, James is in the car with me and he goes, Don owns that. And I said, does he have plans for that property? And he said, yeah, he's going to put something in there and he has a plan. He's, it's one of his most endeared properties that he has and he's done really well. So, of course, then I said, I need to talk to Don. <laughs> right. Because and we have so, other plans. No, so one lunch, one lunch later and a lot of um, trust and vision on 
James and Don's part and me, um, we're, we converted it and are converting it as we speak into a world-class um, headquarters, training facility, practice field, uh, operational merchandising store, ticket sales store, uh, coaches' offices, um, everything you can imagine under one roof. In addition to that, with our own arena football field, to just for us. Now think about that, folks. What we're talking about here is instead of just something Practice in cyberspace, at a high school or something. Right. Instead of you only get to see the gunslingers and engage with the gunslingers at a game, a physical location right here in San Antonio where they will practice, they will train, there will be a store where you can browse merchandise, pick up orders, make orders, just be there. Uh, you know, if you're lucky and you get past security, you can make it into his office. No, probably not throw you Why out. do you do this all the time? <laughs> no, you can't come in my office. Okay, but here's the cool thing about it, though. If you want to, like, we're going to have open practices, and some practices will be closed, okay, because we are a professional football team. But we're going to trust our fan base to understand we're not going to come in there. We don't want a bunch of filming going on and all that. There will be a time for pitchers after practice, pre-practice. Just come and enjoy yourself, right? And you'll, you'll get to mingle with the players for a few minutes before and after. But really what it is is that the thing that sparked me on this was when Bill Belichick won, I don't want to say it was this last Super Bowl, maybe the Super Bowl before the last one he won. Um, they presented the rings. And, you know, you put different things on your rings. You put, you know, your record, you put your team logo, you put your position, your name, so you always have stuff like that. He put the amount of practices they had to win a Super Bowl. Oh, you told me about this. It, 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 was it just the practices? It was more than that, right? Well, yeah, there was a lot more on there, but it was. But to put the number of practices, physical practices, on your ring shows that you get to play way more football. As a football player, I tell this to the players all the time, if you're just playing for Saturday, you're really having a miserable life because you, you only get to be happy 16 times a year. But if you treat every practice as I'm playing football, I'm 25 years old and I'm still playing the game I played when I was five years old, 10 years old, you know, and you enjoy that, you get way more practices. So some of the coolest things happen at practices. Some of the best catches I've ever seen in my life happen at practice. Darius Prince in New York did a catch at practice one day in warm-ups that I've never seen anyone in the NFL make. And I got to see it. When I was with the Lions, I saw Billy Sims make a cut where I swear to God his body was six inches off the ground and he retained balance. And I've never seen that again. These both happened at practice. Okay? Um, so cool things happen at practice all the time. Um, it's a lot of fun. That's why the NFL teams open up practices, uh, especially during camp, to fans, so they can get to know the, the rookies and so on. And, so I, I think that they're going to really have such a great time with it that I'm anxious to see them, you know, uh, come out. This practice facility is going to allow for that. There's going to be bleachers there. There's going to be a field there. Uh, whether they're there, if they want to stop in and get some merchandise, they can go to the store. We're going to have a physical store there. Uh, 
where we're going to sell everything from our T-shirts and this and that, cups and you name it, cowboy hats and all the other good stuff. Uh, Did we want to mention the vision for game day? No, not, not yet. yet. Because Too early. That, that's, and again, we're going to, we're going to, the, the idea is this. We'd like to have it. We'll, we'll have everything done uh, probably about the 1st of March in that first week of March. Everything will be completed. And then once it's completed, the plan is, is that along the way when uh, the visuals start coming up, like the frontage, the signage, the, the things when the field gets light, we'll be posting things, showing our progress too. So, and then we'll have a grand opening. Another reason to become a season ticket holder, another reason to keep right. watching Branded to get updates right. as they happen. So like you said, when we come back, it's going to be full you, by steam the way, ahead. Did you hear what's going on with season tickets? No, tell me about that. We're, I, I, we're I, almost I, sold out of suites. Like, I think we got one or two left. Wow. Everything is sold out. And as far as season, season ticket goes, I was, I was in the office today, and the phone was just going nuts. Uh, of people buying season ticket packages because of the subscription service. Right. And uh, I'll tell you, people, don't don't be late. You're gonna be watching it from your phone on the in the parking lot. You know. So, and your mic dropped down. Yeah. So. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? You don't want to miss it. You, you definitely don't want to miss it. And then I realized the whole time I didn't have the first quarter banner up, and it's just about time to take it back down. Okay. And head into. The second quarter, I'm going to get better at that, Coach. That's I promise. That's my fault. I kept it, going. So. Yeah, it's, it's all right. Well, we'll be back with our second quarter of Branded in just a moment, live from Matanga's Pizzeria in Shirts, Texas. Dependability. It's expected by our customers, and it's demanded by me. I personally guarantee the certified techs we send to your home and the equipment we install are dependable. John Wayne's American Pride Comfort Systems are designed specifically for San Antonio's extreme heat and humidity and come with a lifetime warranty. Right now, get a complete new system with affordable monthly payments from $72, plus get no interest and no payments for 12 months. For comfort you can depend on, call John Wayne today. It's so easy to love pick and pull. Why? How about the largest inventory in South Texas? How about the ease of finding your part with our interchange and real-time inventory search at PickandPullSA.com? How about an organized yard and maps to find your parts, plus a shuttle? At Pick and Pull, we make it easy to save money on the quality used auto parts you need at a price you can afford. More to pick, less pull from your budget. Now that's Pick and Pull. Welcome back to Shirts Texas Matenga's Pizzeria for the second quarter. I'll remember to get the banner up this time. Uh, that one. Banner's for, up. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. The other one. I got you. The other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome back to Branded, the I second just, quarter. I just ate a whole other piece of that pizza. This well, I, is I need to get a bite in here as well. This is the pothole pizza. Yeah, it's the honey makes this pizza. This is a, designed by Matt, the owner, one of his creations. I know it's silly good, isn't it? I know it's like, I don't know how I don't know how you describe it. I'm gonna actually see if our Caleb sweet give this savory. to the owner here, Miss Pam and James. Let them try that honey pizza. That's oh, man. the pothole. That's unbelievable. You got both sides of the tongue working on that. The savory it's and the so sweet. Good. Mm. It is so so good. Yeah, this wasn't supposed to be a cuisine show. But no, that is that is. Tina Myers Haddad saying that she'll be there for the grand opening. I'm not sure she was thinking Matangas, but I think she's thinking about. Oh yeah, she's a project. Did we even want to say where it was? Uh, Not yet. Okay. Um, I I, listen. I can tell you this: it's it's accessible. It's very accessible. People are going to drive by Uh, on their way to work. It is five miles from the stadium, the arena. Five minutes. So that tells Uh, you what part of town it's in. Um, and it is uh, it is spectacular. And if anybody knows anything about Don Rackler, it's going to be yeah. yeah, first class, first class or no way. Right. Speaking of first class, I, I keep reaching for segues every time, Coach. Okay. Uh, people have been noticing uh, on social media in particular because we announce everything on social media. Uh, hopefully, Morgan's feeling better soon. Morgan, thank you very much yeah, for get watching better, tonight. Morgan. Yeah, please. Please come back to us. That we've been doing a lot of signings, and some of those this last uh, couple of weeks were big name signings, as in they were players of the year and certain other leagues that we don't talk much about, but also on both sides of the line in the trenches. So are are we good on signings? Are there more out more positions we're I, looking I think, at? Too? I think today um, I was looking at everything. We're at around 38 signed. Uh, we're going to be bringing in. 40 in the camp. I have, uh, I'm in discussions right now with two uh, NFL caliber defensive linemen uh, that I'm talking to. We're getting close. Uh, yeah, so so we're, we're almost there, but it never stops. Let me be clear on that. So we'll get to our 40 and I'll still work a board. I'll still have a board lined up for players um things happen you know guys guys have family issues they can't come uh you know god forbid someone gets an injury training um but you have to plan for all that so if something happens next man up on the board so i always tell the guys hey i don't need you today but you're like number one on the board if this happens so you know if you don't get another opportunity let me know and we'll keep you on there as long as we can Zach Brown checking in, saying one of those names that's on the board in the top part of the board. Is who? Uh, Zach Brown. He's checking in, saying it's almost that uh, time. Oh, yeah. Zach's ready. Yeah. It is. I see him on, uh, you know, here's the thing, Zach. I love you. You know I love you, Zach. Okay. I don't know why you feel compelled you have to dance when you work out. <laughs> Maybe that's part of your cardio. That's why I love you. Keeps the heart rate going. And it makes me feel good that I think I have more rhythm than you do. 
I, I really do, Zach. I love you, but I think I can dance better than you. And I will challenge you to a dance-off. Uh, I'll throw I'll throw the gauntlet down now because you kind of dance a little bit like Elaine from Seinfeld. Oh. So if oh, you no. don't know the reference. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, listen, the, the, here's why you love guys like Zach. Okay? Zach, Zach can, say, yeah, you got me. Zach can go anywhere Zach wants to go. Yeah. Um, Zach can play ball uh, in a multitude of different leagues. He can do it uh, pretty much in life, not just in football. He's that kind of person where he's going to be successful no matter where he goes. The reason I love Zach so much is that not only has he entrusted his career with us and come all in on the process, is that he's infectious in the sense that you know, I, I say this about people I really care about, but like if you don't like Zach Brown, you don't like puppies or Santa Claus. I mean, he is that kind of guy. He is just the kind of guy you want to be around. He makes you feel better just being in his presence. And then you add to it the fact that he's a great football player. And again, that goes back to my thing before. Get great character guys that, oh, by the way, happen to be good at football. Speaking of great character guys, we have Don Rackler talking to Matt the oh, owner yeah. of Matanga, Don, is really loving the pizza. Can't quite listen in on the conversation. No, but you're we seeing, shouldn't. We shouldn't be listening. <laughs> but I could. You know, I could go all oh, CIA my. here and push up, push up the crowd, Mike. But let's right. get. But late. Let's get back to us. <laughs> but enough about them. Let's talk about us. Yeah. <laughs> so. What this means is you're you're keeping two positions open. So yeah, is it, is, so is it fair to say that we're well? I'm not keeping them open. Well, you would, if I can sign those two guys tonight, I would. But until then, we can say you're not playing with a full deck. <laughs> Don't laugh at him, Pam. He's not that funny. He's really not. He tries. <laughs> yeah. So. If we have two prospects, and I, I, I know your rosters because I've seen with tracking for the last two years who you have on, you usually keep a reserve that there is a slot or two available. Should somebody come up, bang, you can make a move on it. Uh, if we already know the two and we're down to that reserve that you're holding, is there, what does that mean for the second tryout we were talking about just a month ago? Not doing one. Uh, Don and James had asked me, they said they would be happy to do it for me. I don't want to be that guy just to give, sell t-shirts and and have guys come in with false expectations. Because there's not really a reasonable hope. Well, no, I guess what I'm saying is, if, if you truly think, well, here's the thing. If you truly think you've signed the best, then be a man of your word. Yeah, kind like of send a message. It, right. And, and say, well, if I sign the best, because what would end up happening is I would have to cut guys off our current roster to make room for someone at a camp. Now, could there be someone that could come in the camp and do that? Yeah, there could be. But character goes both ways. It's, it implies to me as well as the players. Well, I am... I'm dying to ask a question that you're not expecting tonight. This is a comparison question. We know in 2021 up north, yeah. you had to put together a roster. It's been said, what, 10 days effectively. Right. And then the next year going uh, 2022, 
2022. It was, okay, we have our guys. To get on this team, you're going to have to really, really impress. And then 23 was the same thing. It's like, yeah, uh, if you can make this team, you're, you're welcome to try out. I'll tell you what, that 2023 team would have been epic. Uh, right. So <laughs> we I, had I'm 16 asking, returning yes, starters yes. Yeah, from a championship team. And there was only one team yeah. that was even close to that number. Right. And that was San Antonio. Anyhow, but not not to say that would have compared and not to bring up previous years. I want to know, in your opinion, honestly, point blank right now, telling the Gunslinger Posse, where does this roster that you have right now sit in those last three? Because it, all three, okay, two were proven champion caliber, champion right. teams. One, let's face it, was probably going to be, we are probably going to, woulda, coulda, shoulda, uh, where, where do you think we are relative to that well, it's, august roster? Stack? Okay, it's differences. Okay. Okay, it, it's a completely different game in the sense that we're going from Ironman to platooning, which now, you know, if you're a wide receiver, you just have to play wide receiver. You don't have to be a DB. If you're a linebacker, you don't have to be a running back. Um, so it's it's it would it would be it would be wrong to try to compare the two those teams up in new york come up with a wrong thing no no but (laughs) but but those teams up in new york uh those players were not just good players they were great players um at what they did they were some of them you know epic legendary kind of hall of fame types uh players that they won the championships. Players win championships. Coaches don't win championships. Players win championships. But they were, you know, they were fantastic at what they did. This team, now if you want me to compare this team to other teams in the IFL, like apples to apples. Oh, I know how you feel about that. Best team in the league. We're the best team in the league. There is the gauntlet, ladies and gentlemen. And, and, and let me say, but no, no. But see, everyone will get mad because they'll say, oh, you know, humble up. Oh, they're, 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 always do. But here's the thing. I want, to, I want to make this really, really clear because I've been getting this my whole career. There's a huge difference between humility and confidence. Yes. I'm not confident. I'm not speaking in terms of my profession. I'm speaking in terms of my player's skills. So I'm, I'm confident in my player's. Am I confident in our wide receiving core? Show me a better <laughs> wide receiving core. Yeah, name them. In Put the all cards. indoor football. Put the cards down. Wait a minute. Okay, that's one. <laughs> our offensive line. Show me a better offensive line. Okay. Show me a better quarterback. I've won rings with this guy. Right. Not talked about winning rings. Won rings with this guy. We're not talking potential. We're talking realized. Right. Um, talk about. Linebackers, talk about defensive back skill set, talk about defensive linemen skill set, Oklahoma Sooners and this and that. And listen, if you can play for the Sooners, you can play indoor right. football, okay? Yes. All right. So so my point is it's not it's not bragging, it's not not being humble to the fact. I'm just simply stating that our players, I'm confident are the absolute best players in the league, and any other coach that doesn't say the exact same thing about their team ain't worth the salt. Right. You know, talk to Dixie Wooten. Dixie's a friend of mine. He's a great coach. If you talk to Dixie, he'll argue every point I just made, 
and he'll defend his team. And that's why I love Dixie. Now, you for, know, since we're new to the IFL, you want to tell him who Dixie Wooten He's a head coach. Of? Bay. Barry Panthers. And, again, those that are just joining they the just IFL. Their, they, they just got their they, rings. They got their rings. Right. That so. was the championship last year. And, even more importantly, how many games did they win the previous year? Yeah, one. Yeah. But here's the thing. I called – well, I didn't call him. I, I messaged him when he got his ring, and I said, Coach, congratulations, man. That's awesome. Because I know how that feels, right? It, it's a great feeling. And I said, hey, congratulations on your ring. I did the same thing with Coach Gibson in Jacksonville last year. Congratulations on your ring. But with Dixie, I said, hey, congratulations on your ring. Right away, Dixie fires back, and he says, great roster you're putting together, great coaching staff you're putting together. He didn't have to do that. But right now, we're telling each other how we really feel about each other. Like, I'm really genuinely happy for him. Uh, he's genuinely you know, impressed with our roster and our coaching staff. In three months, you know, I don't care if his dog dies. Right. You know, but it's it's kind of like. Moral enemies then. No, not really. I, that's an overstatement. But what I'm saying is, is that, you know, then we get down to business. And then after the season, we get back to where we were again. And that's football. If you don't have that mindset, it's really tough to, you know. But I, I'm tired of defending every time I say something good about our team. You know, every time I say something about our team, uh, someone will come back and say, oh, oh, you know, you don't know about our team. Well, you're right. I don't come, know about your team. Come, I know come about March, my team. Come April, come May. Yeah. You, you already know what we're going to say, folks. You know what he's going to say. If you don't like it, beat us. There you go. And if you beat us, I'll shake your hand and tell you what a great game you played. Texas so. Pete says the AFL still crying about losing Castronova. I got to say, the AFL never had Castronova, so well, I'm not sure what the heck they'd be crying about. No, no, here's the thing. Um, Sam is another one of those players that can play anywhere. The reason I, I have an affinity for Sam Cashinova is he's a faith-based Christian man, family man, that's going to do the right thing at the right time all the time. And that's how he is. And like I said, if any of my daughters ever brought home a guy like Sam Cashinova, I'd be pleased. So why wouldn't I be pleased to have him leading my team as our quarterback? Good Lord, man. I mean... Those guys come around once in a career. The Zach Browns, the DJ Myers, and they're all of them, Sams and, and they're all gonna Cornelius Lewis's, they yes. come around once in a lifetime, and I'm lucky enough to put them all on one team? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And I couldn't, and I'm going to be really clear on this. It's not because, oh, gee whiz, I want to come play for Coach Tom. It's, I want to come play for Coach Fuller. I want to come play for Jay Rich. I want to play for Chris McKinney. I want to come and play for Lee Johnson. I want to come and play for Don Rackler and James Steuben. I want to I want to be a part of an organization that is carrying over the philosophies that I have in my personal life, into my professional life, and moving forward. So we're all a part of the puzzle. No one person. Okay? I'm just the guy with the chair and the whip. Okay? Yep. And just trying to keep everything in order. But as far as everything else goes, it's it's you know, I've said it again and again and again. I've probably been on the phone with uh, Coach Richardson 20 times in the last 10 days, and he is he is the guru of finding talent. I'm, I'm talking about guys nobody's heard of. He'll go, we want this guy. We're talking to a kid from Baylor right now, five-year starter at Baylor, and we want to get him badly. He's, he's a hell of a player. And... Uh, I'm on the phone talking to him, and I'm talking to his agent, and all of a sudden, five minutes later, 
Jay Rich would call me and say, hey, coach, you know, we should look at this kid from Baylor. And I'm like, are you tapping my phone? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a step ahead I mean, of you so, this time. No, no. But, and he goes, oh, no, I met that kid two weeks ago, and I told him to call you. Wow. I mean, so so he was following up. Yeah, he is he is so good. He is naturally so good at what he does. Coach Fuller's approach is he'll send me a message and he'll say something is, is just simple as this. He'll go, I love this guy. And then I'll do all the homework on him. And then I'll start everything going on that. And then I'll call him back and go, yeah, I see why you love this guy. Um, you know, same thing with Coach McKinney. Coach McKinney, he's already got defensive backs and Zoom calls and meetings, and they're watching film, and they're doing all their stuff. And, um, you know, I'm anxious to be where, where the roster's at a place now where I can kind of go, great, now we can start having team meetings. Now we can start having Zoom calls. Now we can start having position meetings. So that's kind of where we're at. One of those names and one of those young lions you were talking about potentially taming with a whip in the chair checks in. Nyquan Murray saying guns up. When, when I okay. saw that yeah. name come across the wire, it was like, okay. You know what that is? No, no, seriously. You, you know what he is? He's like Miami getting Hill. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's like that to us. Yeah. Like, they're pretty good. They're a good football team. Yeah, you just got Tariq Hill. Yeah, we just got Murray. And and you put you put that I mean, with the just, guys we yeah. already have. That's what I'm saying. In the it doesn't court. it doesn't diminish what we had. It's just like, see now if I say this, I'm going to get the comments right. Of but course like, you are. But it's kind of like, of course you are. We sign him. He's all in. You kind of want to go. There you go, everybody. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. You know, but you don't want to do that. But again, him coming in. Coach Fuller, yeah, his teammates that he's played with, the atmosphere here, hopefully the relationship him and I are building, all those things come together, and why wouldn't you want to come at a place where on day one, you're home? You're home. And, and that's what we're going to make it for these kids with the new practice facility. Our housing is unbelievable. Our food is unbelievable. Our uniforms are unbelievable. Our sponsors are unbelievable. I mean, if you see, if you could see who wants to get involved with us, I mean, I'm not at liberty to say right now, but we're talking gigantic companies and gigantic entities that want to support these young men in their football And experience. those are the organizations that are looking out there and scouting for potential and prospects. When do we win a ring? Look out. Don't even say that. Yeah, okay. When do we win a ring? When we win a ring. When we win a ring? Okay. <laughs> Ken Ridley checking and saying, Castro no. <laughs> I told you I was I was working through a haze of garlic to start the show. Castronova's going to have fun tossing to these guys. Yeah, and he, even if he, every one of the guys we're talking about, every one of them is tough. And in this game, you can do a toss. Guy timing his route takes the toss through the middle and acts as a running back. Every one of these receivers is tough and fast. And if they're all going out, what does that do as far as opening up real estate for one Sam Castronova, so, who's one of the best improvisers? Darius Prince is a fan. He, he's an unbelievable receiver. Absolutely. Okay. When we would put Darius in, who's in all the time. But all when eyes. Darius was in, they would have to put their best defensive back on Darius. Yes. Okay. 
and, and he still got open. Right. That's how good he is. Yeah. Okay. But what are you going to do when those four are on the field? Yeah. Who are you going to cover? And you have this veteran rule, and you're going to have two yeah. rookies looking at themselves, wetting themselves yeah. when they got to go against Murray or they got to go against, you know, well, DJ. Ducon's du checking in saying, you know, hey, uh, that's someone else for him to throw to. Yeah, Myers, Rashad, Murray, just he'll just throw it every, downfield every down, and one of them is going to come down with it. Well, then you better worry about how good our line is and how we can run the ball. Because he can only get hit twice. But we can, you know. <laughs> talking about Oh, him? Yeah, yeah, talking sure. about Dukon. <laughs> I love you, Dukon. Stop. Okay. Actually, Dukon, next week I got a contract going out to you. Uh, I'm not promising you I'll turn it into the league, but you can frame it and put it up on your wall. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But, but, but what I was going to say is that he's saying he can block too. I'm sure he yeah, can. Yeah, forget all that. Lay, okay, lay so, down so speed bump. what I was going to say was if you concentrate us on the pass, we're going to have a run game. If you concentrate on a run game, we're going to kill you with the pass. And then, oh, by the way, our quarterback is a combination Mahomes and Josh Allen, and he can run the length of the field uh, as well. So. I feel very good, you know, I think Coach Fuller actually should be paying me this year to coach this team. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to need to take a break here because we are running long, and I, okay. there's a part of this show tonight, folks, I think you're really going to enjoy that I really wanted to get to, and we're going to come uh -oh. back to that. We come back to the third quarter. You're watching Brandon live here from Matangas Pizzeria in Schertz, Texas. Are you tired of the same old chain pizza that tastes like cardboard? I thought we were done eating paper in school. Maybe not. It's up to you. At Matangas, we bring you flavors that are authentically Texan. We're talking about fresh dough that we made in store every single day. We're talking about cheese that's shredded in store for that authentic cheese flavor. We're talking about brisket because this is Texas, y'all. We're talking about our Texas roll. Can't get those anywhere else. We're talking about Texas ranch because when you put jalapenos and ranch together and you dip it in with pizza, just drink it. Lastly, we got a pothole pizza because we had to name a pizza after our roads. You know what I'm talking about. Can't wait to see you soon. Find a Matangas near you. Quality. Here at John Wayne, it's not just a word, it's our foundation. From the people we employ, to the service that's provided, to the equipment that we design and install, quality matters. For nearly 20 years, providing quality Texas comfort to the San Antonio area communities has been our highest priority. Right now, get a complete new system with affordable monthly payments from $72, plus get no interest and no payments for 12 months. For quality you can count on, call John Wayne today.
Uh, no, it's actually, Coach, not my first autograph, but okay, you're second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it, that's right. Now I've been, I've actually been practicing it. Sort Good of for you. Sort, sort of like Dukon. You know, he, he needs to practice his autograph. You guys, too, I swear. Because okay. you never know. Now I teased this before we went to break. Oh, one we reason. Know. We one know. Re- <laughs> what do we know? I don't know what we know. I don't know what we know until we know it. But one reason why so many people come in to check out the show is not just to hear about the team, although that's the primary reason, but to learn about how a head coach like you does what you do. How do you how do you be a head coach? So talking about philosophies and objectives. Right now, we are three months away from camp. What are the objectives right now and the philosophies behind the objectives to keep winning and keep building towards a team that will win a championship in 2024. Well, um, well, if if you have somewhat of a professional respect and or you're a friend of mine, uh, there's a process. If you don't care for me uh, or what I do, uh, then you think I don't do anything. Hmm. Um, it, it's weird how that works. Um, I, I got told that I was just a figurehead in winning championships uh, by a person that I used to respect. Don't anymore at all. Um, I could but, almost guess who that is. Yeah, I'm not going not to. Gonna, we're not going right. to say it. We're not going to waste air time on but it. But moving on. There's so much that goes into this time of year um, that I think a lot of coaches – uh, either try to do or want to do, but life gets in the way. Um, maybe you don't have the owner that pays you well enough to be a full-time coach. Maybe you have the owner that only pays you during the season. Maybe you have um, the uh, you know other responsibilities in your life that don't allow you to do that. This is my only job. So in taking my only job, very, very seriously, out of the respect for my ownership and out of the respect for my players, um, I work every single day at my craft. Um, it may be paperwork one day. It may be watching film all day. It may be um, GM duties. It may be sales responsibilities, talking to a sponsor and letting them know how I feel about them and, and how we want to be involved with them and, and how I love their product. It may be a charity event. It may be a bunch of things. But at the end of the day, I grade myself. Did I win? I, the way I grade football players, I should say this, is when I watch practice film or I watch a game film, um, I either give them a plus or a minus, and that's it. You either did it or you didn't do it the right way. And um, you'll have players that actually have touchdowns and get a minus because they ran the wrong route or they jeopardized something and just by a fluke we scored, but that's still a minus. It's sort of like the game film where you see somebody making a great pass, but the guy defending you fell down. What, what well, credit but, do you but, want me to give but you if for he that? Fell, if he fell down and you still made the catch, that's a plus. But if you ran the wrong route and screwed up two other guys in order for you to get it and the quarterback had to find you, quarterback gets the plus, you're going to get a correction. Okay. So, But by doing that, I have to do that to myself too. Right. So part of the preparation is having a punch list every single day. That's what I do. Um, I'm a very early riser. Um, I get up. I, I, I 
do my exercise, do my whatever I'm going to do, take my cold plunge in the morning, um, get right into it. I either run to the office or I'll work from the ranch and I'll, I'll get stuff started. But it all starts with the punch list. On a typical day now in the off season, it's usually player engagement and the roster and making sure I'm communicating adequately with the coaches in the process, um, turning in my documentation to the league. Did I turn it in last night? Do I have to turn it in this morning? The, the, the administrative stuff. Then I'll usually watch a couple hours of film. And uh, right now we're concentrating heavily on San Diego, our first game, Tucson, and the next, you know, the first two or three games. And watching those, watching other players' rosters, watching if any coaches moved. Uh, if this coach went from this team to this team, is he going to take his style there? Is the same coach coming back? Okay, then there's a pretty good idea that he's not going to change what he did that much, and he's run the same system the last two teams he's been with. And so you kind of know what's coming at that new location. Well, you're never going to really know, but you try to know as much as you can know, right? Tended so Tendencies and indications. Well, you can't be overly prepared, right? right. Well, the only way to be prepared is to, to put in the time to do it. Um, I'm afforded that through my ownership and through my family where I can do that stuff. So the, the real accolades go to the coaches that are home and still managing life and still putting in the work and doing those things. Um, but I want to make sure I'm doing at least the majority of the heavy lifting when it comes to all those duties. And. Um, I'm already working on practice itineraries. I'm already working on camp itinerary. I'm working on the new training center, what we need to do on that punch list, on the other things. So, um, and then throughout that whole thing, James will call me, hey, you got a breakfast you got to go to um, with the quarterback club. Hey, you're going to the, I'm the keynote speaker at the All-American Bowl uh, on January 5th. I got this to do, I got that to do. So I'm, I'm trying to always get these different things um, Put in the calendar and of course none of that's possible without the Racklers and the students but also Miss Susan because yeah, I was gonna say with it without you know, the I was supposed to wife. come back here the 10th and they needed me back early so I'm coming back the third and then can you do this and you know uh, so without her and without my family and my kids and the support they gave me I couldn't do this so so it cut it comes down to trust from your employer and support from your family that they Could they bought in as well. It shouldn't have said it better. That it's impossible otherwise. Right. But the actual physical, you know, the actual like punch list stuff, I'd be happy to share that because it's no big secret. And yeah, what, you know, what are we looking at three months out? Three months out, like I said, right now is primarily roster. We had the coaching staff lined up now for at least two months. Um, so now it's building the right roster. And in building the right roster, again, it's uh, how is that wide receiver going to play with Castronova? How is that running back going to play with this offensive line? How is that linebacker going to play with the defensive backs in the D-line? Um, it's working out how they all start meshing together so when they first arrive in camp, um, we can actually give them a plan. You know, a lot of coaches use this term, trust the process, right? It's a great term if you explain the process. The problem is I've seen a lot of coaches um, on the first meeting go, just trust the process. And I always thought, wow, man, I don't even know what your process is. How am I going to trust it? 
So what we do on the first week, first day or two of camp is we explain the process, how we install things, how we practice them, how we execute them, how we move forward and what we're going to do. Um, the offensive philosophies, the defensive philosophies, which I'm a large part of, you know, our, our number one mantra is read, react, execute. Um, that's part of the process. You can't execute until you read the play uh, and you do what you have to do. So there's, there's, there's different things that you have to educate your players on because some of them have never been in the systems like we're in. And um, so that's what we're working on now. Uh, as we get closer to camp day, then it'll get, you know, the playbooks are getting, you know, the, the let me explain something about playbooks. Every player calls up, hey, coach, when we get in the playbook? And I always say the same thing, when okay. you make the team. Yeah. The, the real full-blown. Right. What you're going to get playbook. is you're going to get a playbook that's this thick with this many pages in it when you get here. And it's going to say, this is day one, day two, day three. You make, it to the, you make it to the third day, you get four, five, and six. Right. So it's so a yeah. three-ring binder with a, a half-inch worth of paper in it at most. Yeah, at, at most. Yeah, right to start. But then we add a bunch to of it. empty tabs. Yeah, I mean, if you're a professional football player, and I got to tell you how to get in the huddle, uh, something went wrong somewhere. Yeah, lead paint. Do have a question from a fan, Michael Wayne Davis asked, "When does camp start?" Okay, so if you look at our schedule, um, the schedule. Uh, the league play starts the 16th with two games, right? Right. And then there's the following week, which is, uh, what is that? Uh, the 16th, so it'd be seven days. So you're looking at the third. Okay. So the next, the following week, we have a bye, which I'm not thrilled about, but I'm also not disappointed with because we get to scout every team in the league. Right. Um, so... We're, we, you can only report to camp. Well, you can report to camp anytime you want, but you can only start practice 14 days before your first game. You're, you get two weeks of camp, and then you get your game week, okay? So we're probably going to report on or about the 14th of March, and that'll be just to check in the housing and have a team dinner. We'll have a, a welcome dinner. And then on the second day, uh, we'll do physicals and equipment and locker assignments and have meeting. And then on the third day, it'll be the first official day of practice. So that'd be like what, the 17th, 16th, 17th, somewhere in there. I did want to respond to something Texas Pete said. He brought up an absolute truism that no plan survives contact with the enemy. And so that makes one think that there really isn't a value in planning. But my retort to that is from Dwight David Eisenhower, who said, it's not the plan that is what is most valuable. It's what you learn in planning right. that is valuable. It's the planning process that's actually the most valuable thing, not actually the plan itself for the reason that uh, Texas Pete said. It's very fragile. Well, here's, here's the thing. I, I, I live by one adage. Uh, as a Christian, that if you ever want to make God laugh, tell him you have a plan. Yes. But, but for football's sake, when you're responsible for other men as a head coach or a general manager, uh, if you don't plan, you're, you're setting yourself up for failure uh, because there's so many moving pieces that go into operating a professional football team. 
And, and I, when I say so many, I mean an abundance of plans from uh, schedules, uh, staffing, uh, weather, food service, hospitality, transportation. Uh, you have to be a very well-oiled machine that, that's prepared to, to, to deal with, on an average, probably 50 or 60 planned events a day. Yep, you have, to, you have to have a plan in order to adapt from the plan right. as things change, because they do change. Right, they do. And when they change, you gotta have a, what's our plan B? And that's already gotta be in place. Right. So you don't plan for the 50 things, you plan for 100 things. So if the first 50 go wrong, you got, you're still in yep. motion. And half the time, if you do your job well as a coach, nobody knows plan A didn't work. Right, because it was a very easy and very transition. quick transition right. to to the next thing. And there's the things you can't. Easy. I mean, if you know, you wake up one day and there's thunderstorms and lightning and this and that. You adjust. You know, hey, today we're having meetings. We're gonna have five hours of meetings instead of three hours of practice and two hours of meetings. Because we know yeah. we, that that's what we can and and we'll always and there's something. That there's there's always something to improve on within that process. Well, you're itself. never gonna get. Okay, here's the thing too. Is, you know. Days off are earned in professional football. So the kids have always loved the fact when after we win, we were on our third or fourth win in a row and we're undefeated and I walk in the locker room and it's Saturday night and I say, see you Tuesday. <sighs> they yeah, go crazy, they go nuts, right? Yeah. Um, they got a three-day pass. But even when saying that, they still got to go lift. They still got to watch film. Condition. They still gotta. They still gotta go see the trainer and get their post-game treatments and all that. But they can do it on their own on their own schedule, um, in the sense that we'll give them some parameters. But it's not going to be regimented for a couple of days, which is nice when you're a football player. And if you want to lay in your rack for two days, I don't really even have a problem with that. You know, because you're just healing up. So treat them like grown men, with a lot of respect, and they will give you everything they have. Treat them like their paid labor you're going to get what you ask for they're, they're going to give you exactly every you're, cent worth but not a cent more right correct and we're, and we're looking to get a higher value right. well moving on here because uh <laughs> we've we've got one more quarter to play through so let's okay. go ahead and get to that you are watching branded live from Matenga's Pizzeria in Shirts, Texas. We'll be right back with the fourth quarter in just a bit. Hey, San Antonio, are you tired of the same old chain pizza that tastes like cardboard? I thought we were done eating paper in school. Maybe not. It's up to you. At Matangas, we bring you flavors that are authentically Texan. We're talking about fresh dough that we made in store every single day. We're talking about cheese that's shredded in store for that authentic cheese flavor. We're talking about brisket because this is Texas, y'all. We're talking about our Texas roll. Can't get those anywhere else. We're talking about Texas ranch because when you put jalapenos and ranch together and you dip it in with pizza, just drink it. Lastly, we got a pothole pizza because we had the name of pizza after our road. You know what I'm talking about. Can't wait to see you soon. Find a Matangas near you.
quality. Here at John Wayne, it's not just a word, it's our foundation. From the people we employ, to the service that's provided, to the equipment that we design and install, quality matters. For nearly 20 years, providing quality Texas comfort to the San Antonio area communities has been our highest priority. Right now, get a complete new system with affordable monthly payments from $72. Plus, get no interest and no payments for 12 months. For quality you can count on, call John Wayne today. For generations, the family recipes at Caraba's Italian Grill have been bringing people together. From the sweet smell of our scratch-made sauce to our rich layers of lasagna, we believe food made with love leads to tables filled with laughter. Dine with us or order out at Carrabba's.com. Folks, wish you were here because <laughs> that's that's what the pizzas look like. We'll give a quick view out to you see everyone here. And it's been finally, busy all night. Finally, I got the Racklers in the front of the shot along with along Racklers with the and the students. Yeah, this wow. is like the power couple here, right right <laughs> yeah. in right in front of us. And as you can see, great traffic here all night at Matangas Pizzeria in yeah, Shirts, Thank you to Texas. Matt and Inga for having oh, us. Yeah. Uh, great partners, great, great partners. Looking forward to the relationship this year. Well, I, I think the visiting teams are oh. going to be very, very surprised with, the post, with the post game carbs and uh, and protein and cheese. Uh, it's going, it's certainly going to be better and more memorable than uh, a franchise that we all know. You know, and it's funny because when this we sat personal. down, when we sat down with them, I was privy to that first meeting. And they said, Coach, what, what can we do to be, you know, stand out? And I said, make sure every visiting team player gets his own pizza. I said, these guys are displayed. Three hours of football, they're this, they're that. They go, no problem. Plus travel. You know, the, right. The, yeah, the, so the hardship so, of being and, on and the road. And make real. sure the refs get their own pizzas. And make sure that, you know, our guys get, you know, their own pizza. And, and then I said to, you know, obviously our ownership, let's make sure we have, you know, soft drinks and Gatorade and all that in the locker rooms. And let's make sure we have this. And let's, you know, I want when people come to play us, uh, I want it to be a hard environment to play in, but not a hard environment to leave, you know, in the sense that, you know, where we don't have enough towels or we don't have this or we don't have that. I, you know, make sure every player gets two towels. Make sure every, you know, ref has two towels. Make sure that. They have food, cold drinks waiting for them after the game, you know, things like that. So that, you know, those are the little things that I think define professionalism, you know, so. Got a uh, longtime friend from Greensboro, North Carolina, chiming in, Mike Knowles, saying, so how do I get a brisket pizza delivered to Jamestown, Carolina? You know what? I bet you they could figure that out. They're, they're pretty. They're pretty good. Logistics. <laughs> and he says it is once told to me it's more about the direction and anticipating the obstacles, not the specific road you're going to take when it comes to planning. Unless you're a construction guy, and I'll make my own road. Yes. 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 My plan with the D4 dozer to go straight ahead. I will make my own road. As here we are in the fourth quarter, 
And our final segment, uh, we want to make sure we get in our trivia question of the week. Coach, oh, we had okay. to think about this one. All right, this is the trivia question. Um, what are we giving away this week? What do you want to give away? Hey, you know what? Oh, we'll I give, know what uh, we're no, 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 no. I got it. You got it? We'll give away one of the new blackout jerseys. Oh, the new blackout jersey. That oh. is hot. Yes. You probably don't have a picture of it. Of but course you, I don't because I wasn't okay, expecting Okay, but hold on. They can go on our website and they can find it. So we're give good, me a moment. Right? I might be okay. able to find that. That's the coolest one. Um, all right, so since we're here, San Antonio, home of the Alamo, one of the famous participants of uh, uh, the, what would we call it, the, ins the, uh, the war, I guess, yes. or the battle at the battle Alamo. Battle of Texas Independence. The okay, battle of the Alamo. we're talking about Davy Crockett. Yes. Uh, Davy Crockett fought bravely, but lost his life at the Alamo. And the trivia question tonight is for the first one. You got to get off this so you're going to know who the first one is. Oh, I, I, I'm there. See? Okay. I'm there. Boom. All right. I'm good at this. Okay. <laughs> this is this is our eighth show. I, all right. I, I, so, I mean, remember when we started? All right. Let me finish the damn trivia question. I literally dropped question. off the air in the first show. This is why I want to kill this guy. <laughs> okay. So, the the trivia question is: Davy Crockett uh, held an office as a congressman in what state it's the first part of the question you got to get both parts that's right. the easy part that's the qualifying part. and the second part of it is what party did he represent go so while we're waiting for that answer uh, and the question is it's just a lot of the yeah we we have a uh, we have a partial answer but we need both answers to win that's the qualifier Michael Wayne Davis, I'm looking at you. Coach. Oh, wait. Are those beignets? <laughs> no, I'm not sure. Do they look like beignets? Did that get your attention? Inga, are those beignets? Are those beignets? Beignets is French. Is French. Zipoles. Can we put it on camera real quick? Before <laughs> you guys got to see these things. Oh, wow. Yeah. We, we got to get these on camera. Get, yeah. Okay. Stuffed with Oreos? Oh, ladies and no, gentlemen. No, I take that back then. I want your... That stuff. A my regular. Okay. Oh, a sample. Oh, man. <laughs> I know. Oh, powdered sugar. Oh, those are oh, is great. it opened? Oh, I want mine to go. <laughs> the regular with the sauce. Partially, when I'm ready. Yeah. Partially devoured. Those are awesome. Thank you. Yeah, okay. Sorry about that. I couldn't... I saw that and I... My spidey sense kicked in. And Texas Pete, you don't have to worry about uh, me picking you. I'll just uh, make that as a secret message. We don't have a winner yet. Okay. But man, that, that was the sauce alone was good. I, I just got a little thumb on the. You put your thumb in their sauce? No, accidentally. It was uh, somebody had spilled something. Don't eat the sauce. It was. It was not <laughs> intentional. Don't eat the sauce. Don't eat the sauce. All right. What okay. do we get? Uh, put it together, Michael Wayne Davis. Put it together. One answer that has both in there. You're doing good. So what I've been trying to ask Coach here is we, we talk a lot about, uh, when we're talking private conversation, about uh, coaches that uh, people's names recognize. Who have you patterned your practice after? I mean, not saying that it's a, a single person. Maybe it's more than one. It's a bunch. And what specifically have you taken from their example? I think my big, my biggest learning curve 
is not to emulate what they've done. It's been taken from coaches that I will never do what they did. So no one, is, no one is completely useless. They can always serve as a bad example. Well, in, in, in defense of them, I don't think they were a bad example. You gotta remember something though, okay? When I came up, we weren't allowed water at practice. And I went to Kansas State, and in right. the summer, we did not get water because it was considered conditioning. It was you, you were weak if you drank water. Right? So we didn't have we didn't have water. And our conditioning was tantamount to torture. Survival. Yeah. You know, and and again, they from your freshman year to your senior year it changed a lot because you know, all around the country guys were dying. You know. But if you watch, if you watch, like remember the Titans, yeah, that that was kind of a practice hmm. back then. So you learn from that, and that's why I don't. I'll give water breaks, mandatory water breaks during practice. Like well, I'll say, okay, you got two minutes for water, or three minutes for water, and if I see guys not walking over, I said, go drink water. They may not be thirsty, but your body's thirsty. Right. Uh, but I always have water on the field for the players. Oh, now, that's, always, that's always not say, because... By the, by the time you but, feel the thirst, it's already too late. But that's not because some coach taught me to do that. That's because some coach taught me that I couldn't have water. Right? And then science tells you you need water to survive. And then there's there's other things like uh, the conditioning. I make When I do conditioning, I don't make the linemen do the same conditioning the wide receivers are doing. So if the wide receiver has to run 50-yard sprints, I may have the lineman running 20-yard sprints. Why? That lineman weighs 340 pounds. That wide receiver weighs 175. It's just stupid to think that they should both be doing the same conditioning. Um, the other thing is I try to minimize the amount of time that we spend on the field just spending time on the field. Some coaches think, if I didn't get my three hours in, we didn't do shit, blah, 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 blah. And it's not that. It's be efficient. If you finish in an hour and 35 minutes, then you're done. The longer you have these kids standing on their feet is time that gravity takes its hold of them. And especially when you're a 300 pounder, and you're getting pounded into the ground by gravity, not mentioning all the contact, not mentioning the heat, not mentioning the conditioning, not mentioning all that. Get in, get your work done, go home. Get in, get your work done, go to meetings. Get in, get your work done, go lift weights. It's being efficient. It's running efficient practices. The, the, the way I think of efficient practices are with the greats, the Sabins, the Belichicks, and all those guys, that everything is timed out. Everything has a time. You got X amount of time for stretching. You got X amount of time for individual or indie work. Then you got X amount of time for Skelly. X amount of time for team. X amount of time for everything. Will you go over in some cases? Yes. Most of the time, if you run efficiently, you'll surprise yourself in not, not spending a lot of time. The other thing is repeats. Uh, I, I hate repeats at practice. What I mean by that is, let's say you get 20 offensive plays, 20 defensive plays, and by the time you're done, the offense ran 40 plays because they repeated every other play because something went wrong. You don't have that option in, in a football game. No. So my thing is, if you absolutely have to see it again, and there's times where I yell out, do it again, because something was so messed up that you don't want to form a bad habit, but most of the time, that's why you have post 
practice meetings with film, and you can correct them in there. You could spend five hours on the field every day, um, and you will lose your ass in August because your players will be dead by then. Um, or you can try to understand that the human body can take so much contact, can take so much conditioning, can take so much this, and as long as you're providing it with good nutrition and good rest and all the other things, you're going to be the healthiest team in August, and you're going to win yourself a And that's the team that wins the last game. Has is very little to do with the most talented team. It's, right. the, it's the best team that's the healthiest of that team and has legs and has all that. I've seen coaches take vacations the week of championship games. Because why Why stress? Why, no, no, why no. I'm on? saying because they want to take a vacation. We'll work our ass off the week of a championship game all the way up till Thursday like it's a regular week. But I've seen, I've seen coaches take vacations. I've seen coaches um, kill their guys in pads the whole week. I've seen – we had an incident at practice in New York. You'll love this. It was the, the championship week. And it was on. We had gone through Monday, Tuesday. It was Wednesday now, and we run Monday, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays if we practice. If we don't, we rerun Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and a light jog on Thursdays. Always will. If you're on my team, you're going to run. Whether you run five strides or you run 15 strides is totally based on the tempo of practice that you gave. The effort you gave during the day will determine how much we need. But that's why we won games in the fourth quarter. And I remember it was a Wednesday of the championship week, and we ran a thing called snakes, where you go down the five to the sideline, up to 10, 15, 20, 25. And it's a, it's a nice stride. And we usually do one or two of those. So we were going to do two strides of snakes, and someone barked off in the corner, you know, don't act like you're scared, you know, because the game was coming up. And I came back with eh, five or six really primo four-letter words to him. And I walked in the locker room, and I was laughing. And one of the coaches said to me, he goes, did you hear him? And I said, yeah, it was perfect. It was perfect. He's pissed. But he's going to figure it out. And about two hours later, he came up and said, hey, man, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. That's all right. I'd have probably been pissed too having to run on a Wednesday. And, and so as much as we don't like doing what we're doing, what, what was the thing Saban said? I think that's uh, fantastic. He said, discipline is going to hurt one or two ways. Discipline is going to hurt while you're doing things that you really don't want to do and to achieve a goal. Or discipline's going to hurt you when you didn't do the things you needed to do and you have to face the results of it. Yep, you watch somebody else win. Right. And I love that because it's so true that discipline is not punishment it really isn't you know if i'm not disciplined there's no way i'm getting up when i get up in the morning no. there's no way you know we're doing the things we need to do um, if our coaches aren't disciplined there's no way they're coming to practice every day fired up and ready to go and there's days they're not fired up we're all human man we're tired we're worn down we're beaten down and we still gotta act like you know we're thrilled and and, and so if we don't do it, then the players sure the hell aren't going to do it. If they don't do it, then, you know, we're just looking at problems. We did finally get a correct answer, not, All right. to, not to break up. Michael Wayne Davis had the right answer. Where's Michael Wayne from? 
Michael Wayne Davis hasn't given me a location, or if he did, I no, don't. No, I don't need him to put his address no, on No, no, we don't want he that. He can just reach out to Jordan. Should be able to reach out to Jordan. Right, and uh, at uh, the Gunslingers. And um, reference this video and well, this timestamp. Yeah, no, he, <laughs> we, we, he knows he won. I just was curious what city he's from and state and all that. If you're on there, Michael, let us know. Well, hopefully he is. It's like he you know, must be present to win. I'm sure. I'm sure he will be, or someone will certainly tell him. So that gets us to our our closing thought segment, the traditional now, as we've done this six times in a row. Yeah, he's from San Antonio. Michael oh, Wayne Davis is uh, is here locally. Good. And uh, the the expected. What is the burr under the coach's saddle blank this week? Um, Besides the flight in, God, that that was going to be my burr, but it was just. Oh, I'm sorry. And and the, they're they're really great people. It's just travel, man. It's just. I, I think it's the closer you get to the holiday, um, and it's not. It's you know the people at Delta. I fly Delta, so the people at Delta are fantastic. I mean, they they treat me great. And, you know, always really really accommodating and all that. It's the people that you got to be around. And there was a guy at the airport, and he had a mask on, right? And uh, he reeked of someone of New York, you know? That's how they were. They wore their masks outside, and they wore their masks driving their car, and, you know, even if they were the only one in the car. And he had his mask on just his mouth and not his nose, and he was coughing. And he wasn't covering his nose because he thought his mask was cool, and that was it. And he was in a group of, like, five people. And I looked at him, and I said, you know how those things work? And I said, first of all, they don't work. But the second thing is, if they're going to have a chance, they got to be all the way up. And he went, like, well, why don't you mind your own business? I said, you're right. And I got up, and I left. And about five people were sitting around me all got up and left with me. And it was just kind of like, you know, I, I guess it's just people this time of year be nice to each other when you travel you know think of the reason to the season then yeah i mean just be nice to people just just you know it was just it was weird so as i have loved you love one another please please speaking of love it's a good time to uh, invite everyone to reach up and smash the like button uh, just to show what power we we're, have. We're still, we're still holding our own, right? We're still number one? Uh, definitely still number one. The last show just before we went on air uh, is also well over 1,000 views. That's like 1,200. Yeah, 1,200 views. And we are still in syndication. Yeah, and we don't even add a lot of the other channels, which no. this is on, or the shares. So we're just going on some really base stuff. I was told by one of the guys that's more into social media, he said we're probably closer to 5,000 on the views per show uh, with the shares and everything that's going on. Um, listen, guys, the show's going to keep getting better and better. And next week, we're going to have a couple special guests on. We'll announce them earlier uh, next week. Uh, it's our Christmas show, yep. if you will. Uh, and uh, that'll be the last one until January 10th. So... Uh, we're going to have some really cool prizes, too, on uh, the next show. So you can use them for Christmas presents or just enjoy them yourself. And that's why I got the beard. I'm Santa this year. And I'm going to give away stuff. So, no, we're, we're going to have a good time with it and all that. So, 
Are we Texas, good? Yep. Texas Pete says, awesome show. Thank you for doing this. We look forward to it each week. Our pleasure. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you, Texas Pete, each week from Houston, a new season ticket holder. So our next show will be December 16th. Yep. And now it's time to wrap this one up and put a bow on it. Well, you know how this goes. I'm actually adding something that I've been thinking about. So I want to say, Eli, Mila, and Liliana, it's time to go to bed. Miss Susan, I sure do love you. Good night. Aww. And this has been branded for December 6th, recorded live at Matenga's Pizzeria in Shirts, Texas. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, keep your guns up. Good night, everybody. Good night.